0: way shape or form
1: it's you better you bet presented by bet
0: the terrific football tuesday edition of you better you bet rolls on nick costos ken barkley and you here on the BetQL network simulcast by our friends at stadium for the next 60 minutes and what a 60 minutes it's going to be 20 minutes from now we'll get back to our handicap of week 14 in the nfl we'll finish up talking about the Browns and the Jaguars, and if you like Cleveland in the game, which quarterback would you rather have potentially in extreme wind? Joe Flacco, who might be able to whip the ball through the wind, who's played in tons of bad weather games in his career, or Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who can definitely run the ball, and Joe Flacco can, so pretty interesting there for the handicap for the Browns and the Jaguars coming up on Sunday, where we expect C.J. Beathard to start in place of Trevor Lawrence, Pete Prisco from CBS Sports, like all but confirming that last hour that Lawrence will likely not play in the game with his high ankle sprain, C.J. Beathard likely to start Sunday for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll also get to Sunday Night Football with the Cowboys in the Eagles and then the Monday night football doubleheader Miami against Tennessee and the Green Bay Packers visiting my guy Tommy DeVito you know Tommy Danny's grandson DeVito and the New York football Giants power hour final hour 60 minutes from now features all our bets for tonight and a conversation talking NBA with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network speaking of the Action Network joining us right now live on the line it's been too long and you know Ken and I were feeling really patriotic this morning feeling like we love our country, feeling like we love America. And when you think about America, Chevrolet, apple pie, Brett McMurphy. America's College Football Insider for our friends at the Action Network. Brett on Twitter, at Brett underscore McMurphy. And you can check Brett out along with our good friends, Colin Wilson, who comes on the show all the time. Our friend Stucky, who's been on the show a million times. These are great dudes and they do a great podcast, which we encourage people to check out. Big Bets on Campus. Uh, And Brett joins us now to talk bowl season in college football and I believe is joining us live from Las Vegas, which is really awesome and we really appreciate it. Brett, sincerely appreciate the time, my friend. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. It's Nick and Ken welcome back to the show how's it going
2: man nick after that intro i can't crack any jokes about you being on vacation the last four months or something <laughs> like that so that's because uh, he's man, been here you you, you, soft, right. you you softened me up jesus but uh, <laughs> yeah thanks and uh, j- breaking news i am also working to become south america's college football insider i'll more no oh. updates on that later but um wow. excited for the yeah bowl games are here finally um there is approximately eight thousand quarterbacks in the portal, so good luck handicapping everybody. Godspeed, um, but yeah, I'm excited to to get the final fourteen playoff here, and uh, we got we got forty one bowls left. Let's let's get at it. <laughs> well, Brett,
1: uh, plenty of time for jokes in the spring and summer with uh, with Nick being off, but but not so much during football season. So all good. Um, I obviously want to ask you about the playoff semifinals all of the bowl games which you mentioned like a bit of business I think that just has to be cleaned up because I do think people are still curious about this the Heisman Trophy obviously hasn't like formally been awarded the finalists for the award have been announced uh Michael in no particular order Bo Nix Michael Penix Jr. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jaden Daniels from LSU now the betting market very 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 heavily shaped toward Daniels winning as a result of Bo Nix losing the Pac-12 title also worth noting I don't know if you saw this, Brett, Bo Nix won Pac-12 Player of the Year. So, like, if people think Penix has a chance to win the Heisman, he didn't win Player of the Year in his own conference, which I think is not really a good sign necessarily. Is this, like, totally done, 100%? Like, you'll say with 100% certainty Daniel's going to win the Heisman? Uh,
2: Yes. Uh, I I really think that, can. I just, uh, you know, I wish there was some suspense there, but, you know, it was basically a two-man race going into – going in the Pac-12 title game. And look, this is certainly not scientific, but for the past uh, 3 weeks leading into that game, I did a, you know, Heisman poll on my on my Twitter account and ended up getting uh, nearly 100,000 votes and Daniels was like 40% to 30% over Knicks before the Pac-12 title game, after the Pac-12 title game Daniels went to, like, 60%. Pennix went to, like, 30%. And Nix went to 10 um, I just think, you know, and I've, I've told you guys this, and, you know, you guys have covered it in great detail. It's usually the best player on the best team playing on conference championship weekend with an asterisk unless you've got somebody that just put up just crazy numbers that you can't ignore. And I think the combination of uh, Daniels putting up the crazy numbers being a part of the SEC, so he's part of the SEC hype machine, as you've seen, I'm sure, on Twitter in the past uh, couple weeks. I think just that combination and then just people actually seeing Bo Nix, um, maybe a few people for the first time or for a couple of times this year and not be, certainly not his best performance of the year. Yeah, I don't know. I think I saw some more Daniels is now like minus 1,200 or something. Um yeah, I but yeah, Lockie, I, I think it's uh it's over and out. Uh it it's should be fa- i you know, I'd be more fascinated to see who ends up in second. Did Pennix do enough in that last game to to jump Knicks?
0: They're very, very interesting, but it does look like as America's college football insider, South America's college football insider as well, Universidad de Football. The, the great Brett McMurphy telling us, Jaden Daniels likely to win the Heisman Trophy. Brett, we'll get to the uh, the playoff semifinals and your thoughts on those two games. But you know, one of the like, we love having you on the show all the time, but like this time of year, like your your information is invaluable, right? Because with the transfer portal being what it is now, it creates. You know, if you're paying attention, and I know you are, like more than almost anybody, like. Potentially Some really valuable betting opportunities like the Ohio State situation, Cotton Bowl against Missouri, like a billion players are in the transfer portal reports like what's what's Ryan Day's future going to be in Columbus? That's just that's just one game, right? So we'll get to the the national semifinals in a moment here. But Brett, for our listeners and viewers, we're looking to bet like the other bowl games. Are there any that you have circled right now where you're like, okay, like something's going to happen here that's going to create a potential va- potential valuable betting opportunity? What's like one or maybe like a couple games that you're eyeing here, bowl games here?
2: Yeah, you know, Nick, the challenge is, you know, the lines have moved so much um, with a lot of these guys announcing that they're out or they're not playing. Um, certainly a couple of games that, that I like based on, um, you know, coaching departures and or player departures. Uh, One would be Arizona over Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Obviously, uh, Gabriel's in the portal. Um, But I just think Arizona's one of the more underrated teams in the country. I don't know. You know, I know Lockheed does his power ratings. I'm guessing that Arizona's in the top 12 range, top 15 maybe. And I I think they're kind of overshadowed by the Oregon-Washington storyline. When you look at them in the second half of the season, they've been hotter than anybody out there. This is a huge, huge game for them. I'm not saying it's going to be meaningless for Oklahoma, but, um, you know, you're not going to have your starting quarterback for Oklahoma. The last I saw, I think the line's three and a half. I would like the Wildcats there. And then another one, look, Captain Obvious here, but you asked me, uh, Notre Dame over Oregon State. You know, ironically, last year, Oregon State was in, on the other side of this equation. Florida had a number of players opt out. They barely had a full roster. Oregon boat raced them 35 to 3, whatever it was, in Vegas. Now this year... Jonathan Smith goes to Michigan State, takes half of his staff. You've got DJU in the portal. I believe the backup quarterback is also in the portal. They could be down to their third-string quarterback. And on top of that, uh, Martinez, their stud running back, got a DUI. He's not playing in the bowl game. And now you're going against a Notre Dame team uh, that should be motivated. But, look, you're you're paying a hefty price. I think it's over 10 now. But uh, those are those are two right now. I would just – you know, stay on Twitter. I, you know, you mentioned Stucky. He's got a good, um, he's got a good um, article up on ActionNetwork.com where he keeps track of all the, all the opt out, the transfers, and all that. Um, so I would, I would just recommend looking at. I would, I, am going to play against teams that have lost their head coaches. So you're looking at an Oregon State. You're looking at a Duke, um, potentially Texas A&M. Not sure because my alma mater kind of limped home. Kind of the last half of the season. I don't really like that one as much. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. But looking at, but yeah, you're crazy. I mean, just real quick, some of the, the top quarterbacks that are that are in the portal, as far as, both teams besides OU and Oregon State, you've got Miami. They're going to be down to their third string quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke's in the portal. Backup has a bro- is, you know is not playing. You mentioned Ohio State, Riley Leonard's gone at Duke, um, Coastal Carolina, Texas Tech. Dante Moore with UCLA. So, you know, you've got this, you've got to stay online and, and check because, you know, this thing literally changes every minute on who's going to play. And I think that's going to make that really challenging for folks trying to, to get a read on the bowl games.
1: Brett, we'll do the semifinals next, but just maybe a minute here on Georgia and Florida state, just because Florida state's been like the topic of the entire weekend, didn't make the four team college football playoff. Apparently, like, the Florida legislature is going to, like, sue, and, like, they put a million dollars in the budget to file whatever. Uh, They're in this game against Georgia, and I think a lot of people are going to look at this point spread. Georgia's favored by two touchdowns, and they're going to think probably what I think, which is, like, Georgia doesn't care at all about this game, and can Florida State kind of get enough motivation here to cover a really, really big number? What do you expect from the Seminoles here in about a minute, just so we can leave time for the semifinals?
2: Yeah, Lockie, I I don't know, because I I can't remember a team – ever dealing with something like this. I mean, if you got, I'm sure you guys saw the video when they announced that they weren't in the playoff. And, it, I mean, you could just you could just see the disappointment. How do you rally a, around that? You know, you can tell everybody, oh, let's go out and, you know, let's show them, let's show them they're wrong or whatever. That's all great. But how are they going to score against Georgia, whether Georgia's motivated or not? Um, I would actually lean towards Georgia. I agree with you. What do they have to play for? Um, They're losing a big game. But I just think, again, Florida State's not a top-four team, even though they have the motivational edge. I don't know how they're going to score many points. And, you know, if Georgia can get above 21, that that may be enough against a struggling FSU offense.
0: You better, you better hear a Nick and Ken. It is a terrific football Tuesday. We're very happy to be talking bowl season and college football with America's college football. Who doesn't love America? America's College Football Insider, our friend Brett McMurphy from The Action Network, the Big Bets on Campus Podcast, on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Brett, let's go to the Rose Bowl. We'll talk about the playoff semifinal now with Michigan and Bama. And speaking of, like, videos uh, for the playoff announcements, the Michigan video when Alabama announces the fourth team and their opponent, very funny. <laughs> I think that's what Michigan wanted to see Alabama instead of Florida State. Basically picked the winner of the game. Michigan a one-point favorite here. The total is 45.5, so Bama's been getting bet a little bit. The under's been getting bet a little bit. Um, Give us, like, a minute here, Brett, if you'd be so kind so we save some time for Texas in Washington in the sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve uh, or New Year's night. what do you have for us here early thoughts Alabama and Michigan in the Rose Bowl
2: uh yeah Nick early thoughts I like Michigan I don't uh, it's weird I like Michigan but I don't really like Michigan i I hate this pick but I've got to pick a side I'll take Michigan I just think that they have been dominating this year yes it was against the big Ten but they you know they were able to do fairly well offensively over 30 points basically 12 out of 13 games 11 out of 13 games and pretty much handled everybody they played i just i'm concerned about is there a big speed difference between alabama and michigan we've seen that between big 10 and sec teams before and look i think everybody that likes alabama maybe is going to look at the georgia game and think that okay there's no way Alabama's going to lose but if you take a step back and look at their entire season I mean, this was an Alabama team that, you know, almost lost to Texas A&M, almost lost to Arkansas, should have lost to Auburn, and that doesn't mean that team is going to show up. So I would be cautious on Alabama on that side, but then to be devil's advocate, you're giving Saban three weeks, you know, a pretty good track record in the, in the semifinal games for Saban. But even despite all that brilliant analysis, for some reason, I think Michigan's going to win it.
1: That's because they're going to win it, Brett. Don't worry about it. It's because they, they got this one, even though I, I wouldn't bet that number. Uh, Texas and Washington here, Brett. I only have like 30, 45 seconds here. Texas, about a four, four and a half point favorite, way higher total than in the first semifinal, 64. Uh, what do you like here in less than a minute?
2: I really like Texas, Lockie. Um, I, I think you know people You know, get recency bias. You look at what Washington did against Oregon, unbelievable job. The five games before that, though, they won by less than 10 points every game and against some really not-so-good teams. Arizona State, Stanford, Washington State. I think Texas has the defensive line that can stop Washington's running attack. I think they can do that with only three linemen. I think they'll drop eight and make Pennix beat them, drive it down the field. And that's like what some of those Pac-10, Pac-12 teams did um, in the second half of the season. I think Texas is, even though they're favored, I think they're just really undervalued because they've kind of been an afterthought. Um, they're not in not in the SEC until next year. They're not in the Big Ten. I just think they've always had the talent. Sark has everybody going in the right direction. And if Texas does win this game, whether they get a rematch against Alabama or they play against Michigan, the title game's in Houston. So Texas could have a huge um, quasi home field advantage uh, for the title game. Yeah. But I, I like I definitely like Texas a lot.
0: Brett, we appreciate it, man. Fantastic job having you on the show. Love having you. At Brett underscore McMurphy on Twitter. Big Bets on campus is the podcast, actionnetwork.com. My friend, it is my sincere hope that the next time we have you on, I won't be here and I'll be on vacation. But I love you, man. Thank you very much for joining us. We love the bets. We'll talk to you soon.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say. Thanks,
0: buddy. The great (laughs) Brett McMurphy. I got to tell you, like, just... What a great guy. Absolutely. He's simply the best. Back to the NFL coming up next.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by (laughs) BetMGM on the BetQL Network.